Welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Biltz. I am an intuitive business coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs who want to learn nervous system and strategy for six figures and beyond. I'm a boy mom to two boys. I curse like a sailor. I'm a headstrong Aries and projector in human design. And I've built two successful online businesses in the past seven years helping women just like you. I am so excited you're here. So let's dive in. Hi, welcome to this episode of the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm really excited to record this because I already know I'm going to be sharing this with you, but also this is going to be such a good resource for you to share with other people if it resonates or for me to share with my clients when this comes up. It's something that I knew I wanted to create an episode around because it's just, it's so common and I want to alleviate the suffering that it's truly causing for so many people. I know it caused a lot of unnecessary suffering for me. And sometimes my brain still wants to make my timeline wrong. My brain still wants to tell me I should be further ahead or this is taking too long or whatever my brain's telling me because I'm a human being, but I've certainly gotten better at dealing with it. I want to help you because learning how to release the timeline in your business and also just get a more realistic perspective of what business is, is is going to take so much pressure off of you. And that's what this episode is really all about is how to let go of the timeline in your business and what I even mean by that. So what I mean by letting go of the timeline is I talk to a lot of my clients and a lot of women and myself included, and even people in the mastermind I'm in, or even mentors I've worked with. I just feel like this is such a common struggle. So if it's something you're experiencing, it's not like you're weird or abnormal. I think everybody experiences that at some point in their business, but it's this feeling of like, I should be further ahead or I should have made more money by now. Like, let me know if you've ever said any of these things. Okay. I should be further ahead. I should have more results by now. I should have made more more money by now. I should be doing as good as I was. Like, let's say you had a really good year and then followed it with a kind of a a bad year. We'll tell ourselves that story. I should be doing as good as I was or even better. Like, why am I going backwards? Or we'll say things like, you know, I started at the same time as so-and-so and she's making three times as much money as me. Like, why isn't this, why, why am I not going at her pace? I'm just as good of a coach. I'm just as good of a service provider. And if you've ever thought any of those things, said any of those things, I feel you. <laughs> My brain's done the same thing. And I want to talk about it because the online space is such a, a blessing, There's so many beautiful things about the online space and the industry of coaching and being a service provider and just seeing what's possible and watching other people celebrate their wins is really fucking cool because it shows you, yeah, like if somebody else can do it, you can do it. But there is that side of the internet where it can feel like everybody's so successful, everybody's celebrating their wins and it can be really easy to get very attached to your timeline and making it happen right now and everything's got to happen right now. And it can really create the illusion that everybody just goes online, starts a business and hits hundred K years right away or $250,000 years right away or a million dollar business overnight. And do those things happen? Yes. Some people start a business and immediately make hundred K their first year or 500 K their first year or whatever even even 50K their first year. But people starting their business and having a 100K year or 300K year 
the very first year is an extreme exception. But when you're in the online space, think about who you're following. The odds of you following somebody who has that level of success are pretty high because that's who you're going to want to follow, not because it's the majority of people. Most people who start a business, and again, I don't want this episode to sound at all like I'm saying you can't do something. It's not possible. None of that. I know people who, I I have lots of people in my life actually who are amazing female entrepreneurs who their very first year of business made 100K. I also, I would say the majority of people I know after eight years of doing business online are not in that group of people. It took them much, much longer to create their first 100K. And this episode's really for you if you're in that boat, if you're in the majority. It can feel like when you go online and you see everybody, oh my God, I had 100K year in my first year. I had a 500K year in my first year. It can seem like, what is wrong with me? Why am I having such a hard time? Or why am I so behind? When in reality, the data is skewed. You're naturally going to be following people who are 10 steps ahead of you because that's just what we like to do. Of course, we're going to be following those people. It's going to seem like that's everybody, but it's not. It's just the online space isn't giving you a proper sample size. Like if you were to actually pull 100 women building their business online and see how much money they made their first year, or maybe you've been doing this five years and you're like, I've been doing this five years. Shouldn't I be there by now? Shouldn't I be making more money by now? If you were to do an actual poll and actually look at the data, I would, I think in most cases you would realize actually I'm kind of par for the course. And I don't say this to minimize you and be like, oh, you're just average. Not at all. I think it just alleviates some of that pressure and helps us realize that's the abnormality. Somebody getting that kind of success right away is the abnormality. And I also want to point out for the women I know who had that experience, who created a lot of success pretty quickly in their business, they all had background in things that helped them in business. They weren't coming in with zero expertise of online skill sets. They had something they did previously in online marketing or in their corporate career where it's like they already had a shit ton of skill sets that the average person who, let's say, was a teacher and became a coach or became a service provider just didn't have. So they do have a lot more experience than we're giving them credit for, than we can even see, right? So a great example of this would be in, in this business. For many of you who have been in my world for a long time, I was a health coach for many, many years, almost six years, an online health and fitness coach. And when I pivoted to what I do now, my very first year in business a few years ago, I made 5K months pretty easily, honestly. Like it, it was pretty simple, pretty easy. And I did it very consistently that first year. It's because I had a lot of ex- experience. Like I, I can guarantee you if I'd come in and I had never built anything online, I didn't have any experience with online business or any of that, I wouldn't have made 5K months right away. No way in hell. It, just, just me personally. Like I just my learning curve wouldn't have, would have been really, really big. I did have a little bit of experience. My learning curve has still been big, but not nearly as big as it would have been if I'd come in and I'd never built business online. I'd never done online marketing. So when comparing yourself, it's, you don't have all the information and you're also just seeing what people post. And I love the online space. I truly believe 99% of people are honest. I believe 99% of you are telling the truth, but there's always going to be that 1% that unfortunately is smoke and mirrors and they're not giving you the full picture. So we just want to keep that in mind. 
the average, like if you go in the offline space, the average brick and mortar business doesn't even get out of the red, like meaning they're in debt for the first five years of their business. And that's normal. It's, it's considered normal because most people aren't going to immediately become profitable their first year in business when running a brick and mortar. Some do, of course, right? But when you look at the offline space, these things are more normalized. But when we get in the online space, we're like, oh my God, I should be making 10K months immediately, like yesterday, because so-and-so did. Why the fuck can't I? And then it just becomes this place where you're constantly sitting in insufficiency. You don't feel like you're sufficient. You don't feel like you're enough, or you feel like I'm missing something, or they're just something they know that I don't know, right? All of these thoughts can start to come up. And then you start to really get down on yourself and beat yourself up about where you are. And this is where I really want to challenge you to seek the process, not the outcomes. It's a total shift in mentality. I always compare it to health and fitness because again, I was a health coach, but also it's a passion of mine. And I know for me, a big turning point in my health journey was, gosh, let's see. I'm trying to think of like how old I was. Um, when I was 18, 18 to about 24. So from the age of 18 to 24, I was very obsessed with quick fixes, right? I I didn't have the, the mindset of seeking the process. I only cared about the outcomes. So I did a lot of quick fixes, a lot of crash dieting, a lot of starvation, a lot of things that weren't sustainable. And of course I was obsessed with the outcome. I didn't really care the means. I just wanted the fucking ends which never works. It never works in fitness or in business. So I had to learn to love the process and I did. Now I love it. I literally love it. Is it challenging? Yes. Do I sometimes feel like, like for example, losing this last five pounds postpartum, I'm two years postpartum and I still have a little bit of weight I want to lose and in a very like loving way. I accept my body as it is. It's not like I'm trying to get into perfectionism or any of that. And I'm not in a hurry to lose it, but I have been frustrated. I have been like, what the fuck? Why isn't this working? I want to give it. But I just constantly bring myself back to seek the process, Cassie, not the outcomes. The outcomes are guaranteed when you do the process, when you fall in love with the process and learn to love the parts you hate even because there's going to be parts you hate. Like there's certain parts of my fitness journey. I don't fucking love, but I love the process regardless Learn to love what you hate is something I say, say to myself all the time. So it's the same, the same kind of concept applies to your business. You have to seek the process, not the outcomes. The outcomes will come with the process. But if you can't learn to seek the process, you're always going to be chasing. It's always going to feel like it's not enough. And this is also why I recommend not being in overly impressed by a big high in your business or, or overly torn up about a low. So I really want you to practice like neutrality in your business. When you have a big high in your business, like a really big month or a big influx of clients, celebrate it by all means, like for real, but then get to a place of neutral. And if you have a really big low, a really shitty month, a really hard month, you have a client who has a complaint, whatever, feel the emotions, process it through. And then I want you to get back to neutral. Because if you're constantly impressed and like overly excited about the highs, that's what leads to that chasing energy. You're like, I'm always trying to get that high. I'm always trying to be winning. And that's exhausting. And you're not always going to win. It's business. And I personally would rather love the 
the process and really be in a place of neutrality because that's such a powerful place to come from than constantly trying to seek a high and always be winning because I'm that's not a thing, <laughs> right? Which brings me to my next question. How long are you willing to let it take? And I want you to genuinely ask yourself this. Ask yourself honestly so that you get a really honest answer. How long are you willing to let your business take? Because I have people come to me sometimes, not very often, because my clients are very, very committed people who are like, no, come hell or high water, this is fucking working. Like, I will do what it takes till it takes, right? But occasionally if somebody comes to me and they're like, if this doesn't work in six months, you know, I've been doing it long enough, I'm out. Well, then you're not truly committed. I really want you to get to a place where you will, you'll, you'll do what it takes till it takes. And this doesn't mean you can't have another stream of income or a job. Sometimes I work with clients and I'm like, you know, they are at a point where they're like, you know what? I am willing to do what this, do what it takes till it takes. Not from a place of hustle, not from a place of like overworking and frantic action or anything like that. Just from a place of I'm really committed to this vision. And I'm going to get a job <laughs> so that, so that I can fall in love with the process. Sometimes that's the right answer and getting a job or having a supplemented income does not mean you're not committed to your business. Now that's a rant for another day, but just saying, how long are you letting to will it take? If you're letting to, willing to let it take three years to hit your goal, you'll probably hit it much faster than if you're like, you know what, if I don't hit it this year, I'm out. Well then were you really committed What if it took you 10 years? What if it took you 15 years? And that's why it's like, if it's going to take me 15 years, which by the way, it, it won't, right? But I'm take it to an extreme. If it's going to take me 15 years, I better fucking love this. I better find a way to fall in love with the process. I better find a way to make this enjoyable on the way to that big goal. And I know it's going to be challenging. Those, Those two can coexist. I think when people think ease and flow and you love your business and it's so joyful and it's so pleasurable, they think you can't also feel challenged. And I'm telling you, you can. They can coexist. They're not mutually exclusive. So sometimes I'm feeling extreme joy in my business while literally simultaneously feeling incredibly fucking challenged. It's just like an athlete. Imagine a professional athlete. They're very committed to what they're doing and they probably feel so much joy in what they do. Well, simultaneously wanting to hit their head against the wall occasionally because they're like, this is fucking hard, right? To be excellent in anything, you have to be able to kind of hold that duality. So learning to let go of the timeline means that you're no longer saying I should be further along. And this also means not, you know, I think in the past, I definitely know I've gotten into, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh my gosh, I cannot think of the word. Like, I can't think of the word, so let me just put it this way. I've felt like something was owed to me almost. Like, entitled. There we go. I felt kind of entitled. Like, well, I've been doing this for so long. I've been doing all this effort and all this work. Like, I should be further along, and I'm entitled to it. Right? I've done the things. And that's a sneaky, sneaky space to get into. It can really creep into your mindset without you noticing it. And it can really mess with your business when you start to get into that entitlement space. And I've been there I know I've been there and I have to check myself. Like Cassie, you're not owed shit. Like truly you're not. It doesn't matter if you've been doing this six months or six years. Like you're not owed anything. Nobody owes you anything. Just because you've been showing up and doing stuff doesn't mean you're owed clients. So I really have to check in with myself because I know for me personally, I can get into that energy of being entitled. 
you know, the main thing I really want to help you get to is just making peace with what is. Like there's so much power in just being with what is. I have an entire section in my holistic business process, which is my process. I take my one-on-one clients through, my mastermind clients through to help them learn how to create 100K in their business on repeat. And one of the main pillars of the holistic business process is understanding exactly what I'm talking about here, making peace with what is, meaning I'm not going to tell myself any stories about what should be or how things should be different. I'm really going to be with what is. And when you can really do that, when you stop lying to yourself or allowing your brain to tell you things should be different, it's like, this is what is, and I'm going to accept what is so that I'm honest with myself. And once I'm honest with myself and I accept what is, you will find that you actually experience a lot of peace because you'll come to terms with, you know what, what is, isn't so bad. I can find things that are working. I can find things to be grateful for. I can find evidence that everything is stacking up for me. But I can't do that when I'm perpetually telling myself it should be different. So make peace with what is by being honest with yourself about what is and learning to really accept what is. And there's just so much freedom in that acceptance. And you're not, I'm not perfect, right? I still have to constantly, like, not constantly, but occasionally I'll, my brain will do this. Our brains all do this. So it's normal. It's not a problem. It's okay. I just gently guide it back to being present, being in the moment, accepting what is. So I love you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who needs this. Anybody who's feeling like, you know, entrepreneurship is kicking their ass or they're feeling behind or any of that, please share it. Cause I, I just want more people to know you're not alone, know you're not behind and have more peace of mind. And of course, if you want to work together, click the links in the show notes. You can book a free consultation call with me to chat about working together, either in the mastermind or one-on-one. These are no pressure, like no, I genuinely want to make sure it's a mutual win-win. You can ask anybody who's done calls with me. They all tell me actually had a call just yesterday and she said, I feel so safe with you. And I was like, what a compliment. So we can book a free consultation call to chat about working together. Or if you haven't taken me up on a six-figure clarity and game plan call, you can apply for one of those below as well. And those are free too. So I will catch you later and I hope you have a great day. Bye.